Welcome back to episode 104 of the Blockrunner podcast. Here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iman, and here are some of the topics we discussed today. First up, what does GameStop mania have to do with crypto? Next, we look at decentralized futures platform. Then we debrief on Barnbridge. And finally, why clickbait is standard on YouTube. All right, let's listen in. What's going on, Will? All right, dude, we were just talking about Wall Street bets and how they're going to take down the economy. What do you think? <laughs> it's inescapable, Wall Street bets, dude. Yeah. It definitely caught my... I mean, I've known... I've been aware of their presence for years now. I've just never really... I mean, I'm not a stonk boy, dude. Yeah. I always assumed stonks was like a boomer's game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, the real action was in crypto. Oh, I agree. I mean, <laughs> when stonks go up, they go up 1%. And it's like yeah, everybody see, rallies. Yeah, but see, what makes them exciting are these these option vehicles because of Robinhood. That's true. That's, the, I, that's where my speculation comes from. Yeah. How important these options and these derivatives contracts are going to be once they're decentralized. Oh, yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah. Like Bitcoin is still early enough to where the volatility is still exciting. Right. For yes. Us. For yes. us like degens. But I mean, we're speculating a couple cycles into the future. <clears throat> it's going to be a whole different beast. You know, Bitcoin is going to be a total snooze fest, dude, because it's going to be widely adopted. Right. Or I don't know if adopted is even the right word. It's just going to be potentially like the only option we have. <laughs> yeah. Depending on what the world looks like at these at these periods. But regardless, there's, there's going to be a lot less volatility, more <coughs> stable price action. You know, So how do you bet against, how do you bet with that? Yeah, absolutely. With these, with these contracts, features. So uh, just a few hours ago, Wall Street Bets, uh, the, the Reddit website, uh, our Wall Street Bets went down. And we were all speculating that um, I guess somebody pulled pulled the trigger and shut it down. And it turns out, so it's back online, but it turns out that it was the moderators that took it down. Yeah. Just so, I don't know, I think that caused more pandemonium than anything. Yeah. But uh, but they posted, let me see if I can find it here. Well, for sure they took down their Discord group. Well, someone, yeah. Well, Discord, someone. Discord took them down. Just because, did, yeah. yeah, just because somebody... Uh, was was writing racial slurs in like this like text weird text format that ended up get, not getting that ended up getting bypassed by the bots mm. and uh, but it, so the Discord thing went down that was not out of you know through their control but the moderator shut down Wall Street Bets and then they posted this um uh this this uh, link here it's called where do we go from here and who's going to step up to help us yeah. So, so before we get into that, like, wh- what's been happening, though? Why yeah. all this pandemonium? So, um, well, I'll let you explain it. I think you do a good job. Well, I think it all started with Tesla, to be honest. <laughs> Not really. I think Tesla was organic, like, Moon Boy Fest. But yeah. there, somebody posted, like, I think a year ago. I think he goes by DFV, Deep Fucking Value, or something like that. Is, is, <laughs> that's his name? That's his Reddit username? Yeah. But he made like a like a post you're looking at just like this on the Wall Street Bets subreddit. Yeah, it had his you know a very long due diligence worksheet, like his his explanation why he thinks GameStop is the next big opportunity. Yeah, that's usually what people do on this thread. They just everyone's out there looking for the next play, and yeah. then they're sharing it amongst their friends, and you know hopefully something catches on. But anyways, about a year ago, this guy posted <coughs> that he's personally investing, I think, fifty seven thousand dollars into this play yeah. and, and he was speculating because this, this stock GameStop was, has been so, so overly shorted by institutional money, I guess that yeah. it presented some kind of like a short squeeze opportunity, which basically means I th- it means that it's so over leveraged um, to, for the price to go down that if, if, if the price were to go up significantly, you would have to force a short squeeze, which means that those who are betting that the price would go down would have to buy back at extremely high prices mm-hmm. in order to exit their position. Mm. And uh, and so Melvin Capital and I think a few others have a position that closes this Friday on, on the 29th. Mm-hmm. And so that's when everyone's expecting the short squeeze to, to occur. Yeah. So I wouldn't expect the price of GameStop to go down 
you know, until Friday at the at the minimum. Yeah, I think at that case, at that point, like what, like the, the Wall Street bet subreddit, basically like the the entire holder of this yeah. company, which or something like along those lines. But that's true. But regardless, like this this single post caught on over the months, and people slowly started, you know, subscribing to it and and buying themselves, and it turned into a whole movement, you know. Yeah. Over the last few days, where. <clears throat> I think it just started as like a like every other you know uh, options play like they've they've done. It just it was fun, quick money at the time, but now it's kind of morphing into a like some type of political movement. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. It this feels, is it feels this very is, political. This is Occupy Wall Street, yeah. but digitally. Yeah. This is <laughs> yeah. This is the keyboard version of that, and yeah. actually like a way more effective. Effective. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Occupy Wall Street had good intentions behind it, right? It, it was. It was a reaction to, I guess, Wall Street manipulation yeah. and like fraud right. that that had a huge impact in a lot of people's lives, yeah. like their personal lives. You know, a lot of people lost their houses, a lot of people lost their jobs. I mean, it almost completely ruined our whole economy, almost. Yeah. But yeah, but they they figured out, you know, we could just continue to print money, right, right, yes, yeah. and bail out <laughs> all these people who were fucking up. So more than likely, that's going to happen again. <clears throat> yeah. So. Earlier, you asked me, like, what do you, what do I think about all this? Yeah. And then I responded with a question. I was like, well, what do you think society should operate as? A completely free speech? Or is, does there, is there a, a reason to censor certain things? And yeah, I, well, I think you're in the position where everything needs to be completely free and open market. Completely. I prefer that. I prefer that reality. I understand why that's not why things are. Yeah. In this case, I mean, so the, the debate rises because, like, this is the first time retail traders have taken control of of uh, financial markets, you know, which up yeah. until this point are, have been purely dominated by institutions. Right. You know, they kind of, like, set the rules. They got the regulations to favor them. And, you know, it's kind of like an inside game within their own right. walls. They're right. very high walls, dude. Yeah. And, like, this is the first time... You know, us outsiders, us common folk, we have the tools now. This our little phone devices yeah. has an application on it that gives us access to that same room, basically. And <clears throat> and it, we're barely. I don't know how to. The question is like, is this good overall? Because I don't see this stopping unless they start to regulate it somehow. Yeah. So <clears throat> how? So I guess the question is, how would they regulate it? And I think you brought up a good a good way to do it. Yeah. Well, how would they regulate it? More than likely, <coughs> so similar to how they regulate um, day trading is what I'm assuming. You know, they put a, ca- a minimum, hmm. I think twenty five thousand dollars in your in your account in order to be qualified as a day trader. Is that right? I think so. Huh. so. So I'm assuming they're gonna do the same thing. Like, if you want to trade these options, you need minimum twenty five k. Yeah. That's my my bet. My guess. But your question you're asking is, do we need to regulate this at all, right? Yeah, basically. I think we do because only because of the, like I said, like the rules that we have right now were set in place by institutions. And like our whole society kind of like runs and depends on the stability of these institutions. Yeah, you made a comment earlier that, you know, just going to work and getting your salary, that salary is actually dependent on so much more. Yeah. Than, than just taking your salary and like buying your groceries. There's so much, there's a, there's like an iceberg under that salary that is, is being dependent on to continue working. And, and what Wall Street Bets is doing is directly potentially affecting that, that Potential. iceberg. Yeah. Like you, you, you were talking about how this ultimately is, is, it's like a drop in the bucket, right? Like, yeah, the damage that so far has been caused is negligible. I, I think I think it is negligible. I think this affects a few a handful of hedge funds. Yeah, and this and that's about this it. GameStop position is like not even a percentage. It's not even like, like register. Register. Yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, I guess we lost three billion dollars. Uh, you know, it's bad luck, I guess. Yeah, and then they just move on. You just move on. And I don't know. This this is not as big as of a deal to these hedge fund managers as as we think it is. 
Yeah, it's definitely now, not as <clears throat> as damage inducing as like now this this particular instance of Wall Street bets and GameStop isn't damaging. I think what they're worried about is the snowball effect of what this could lead to if you know this were to like actually get some traction into bigger things. Yeah, and if you just let it run its course, right? Like yeah. It, it, I, I, I correlate it to, I mean, I don't say this in a negative way, but it's, 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 it's spreading very similar to how COVID did like a, like a virus, you know, <laughs> yeah. like a virus is an obvious bad thing, but you know, just cause things go viral doesn't necessarily mean it's bad for humanity, Yeah, <laughs> but it does display a lot of similar characteristics. You know, the more and more attention this gets, yeah, the more and more people are kind of like waking up to the idea that, hold on a second. I thought stocks were for like, you know, like graybeards only, like people yeah. in who live in Manhattan, you know, in these yeah. big tall financial build tower, you know, skyscrapers. Like you mean I could be playing stocks too and getting rich, just like mm-hmm. these guys on Reddit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they start to do a little bit of research because this is stuff that they're not teaching us in school. Yeah. I mean, we learn all kinds of bullshit growing up, but finance is definitely not one yeah, of them. <laughs> it's definitely not. So but the thing they did tell us growing up is that you know, stocks, <clears throat> traditionally, like, there's services out there. You're like, you go to work, you you save your income, and you put everything in your 401k or yeah. in a Roth IRA, whatever. You let you let the, the institutions manage your wealth for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And for, genera- for one generation, it worked really well. It does work well because things are generally stable every now and then. There's corrections in the market. Yeah. Catalysts by different reasons, right? But... Generally, things have just gone up. Yeah. You know, up until recently, like there's been some, I don't know, institutional uh, core issues. But anyways, now, like I'm saying, the general public are starting to realize, like, we have more power over our own wealth than we really understand. You know, as long as the the, the instruments and tools are in place Mm -hmm. for us to access them, you know. So if you let this continue to grow... And you let that culture yes. expand. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you let this mass awareness, like this mass awakening moment, like, hold on, I can actually control my financial future. Yeah. Maybe people will start learning about what money is. Yeah, you know? and, and you know what? Just like you and I can go to Wall Street Bets and, and read up on what people are talking about in terms of stocks and where, where you should potentially you know invest, depending on like these fundamental analysis that, that these people are doing. Yeah. The hedge fund managers are probably just going to hire somebody to, you know, hang out on Reddit all day. And they're going to make their bets accordingly to what this Reddit is, yeah. is, is saying, right? Potentially. I, I mean, that, that Either is... Either that or they're going to, like, implant, like, just total bullshit due diligence True. just to fuck over as many people. That way it no yeah. longer becomes a reliable source. I mean, that is a free market. Yeah. And I think that's our... There's, people are saying, like, there's examples of that already happening like while the consensus of the subreddit is pile into GameStop, yes. you're seeing these alternate plays yeah, like Nokia, Nokia Blackberry, AMC, Blackberry, every, all these yeah. other plays. People are speculating like this is like some kind of like infiltration attempt where they're gonna yeah. just try their best to get everybody not you know in unison. Yeah, like, trying to like thin the. I mean, herd if you were bit. the hedge fund, you'd be doing that. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you have to have six months of like karma you have to <laughs> it's true dude. all that stuff so yeah, you can't just trust like a, a dude who just made an account yesterday like yeah. this is obvious like you yeah. know that's that's the hedge fund manager right yeah. there so that's the value in like your your online social presence there yeah. you know what i mean that's right so start building that now <laughs> <laughs> you know start working on those online credits yeah you know? social credits but yeah man it's 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 mind-blowing to me like you're right like this <laughs> at the end of the day isn't a big deal yeah, like if we're these talking guys. like money scope. Yeah, yeah, like as far as big picture, but it's it's a big deal in the sense that like this is the first like actual resistance I feel from like the people against like institutional you know control. Yeah, I way. think the big deal here is that the whole world is is aware about what what's going on. Yeah, that's the big deal. It's not the actual three billion dollars or the ten billion or the fifty billion that's at stake from these hedge fund managers. Correct. It's the fact that the whole world is now aware of the tools and the capability that collective have against these manipulators. Exactly. And it just makes you think a little bit like, wow, like a group of people came together on the internet and they they did some serious damage to some seriously powerful people. Yes. Like what else could 
could we do? Could we do as a collective? You yeah. know, like, I wonder. Do, I wonder what that is. Yeah, like could we potentially like solve global warming? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> could we potentially or solve money? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Could, could we? Yeah. What else could be done if we like decentralized control over things? You know. Yeah. And then you start to ask these questions. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, See it, that virus, that, that virus, seed, that seed of thought is yes. going to start to permeate. That's right. People are going to finally start asking questions about like, what is money? Yeah. What is finance? All this shit that's like super boring. <laughs> you just kind of want to stay away from it. Yeah. You, know, you just want to go work, get your your Benjamins, and go home. Right. But now, like, people will start like investigating, and then inevitably, it's going to lead them to to the bitcoins. I yeah. think. <laughs> I think so too. Because there's nothing more disruptive than that. Yeah, the wild activity that's occurred in the stock market the last month or so mm-hmm. is the same activity we see in cryptocurrencies like all day, every day. Yeah, and I agree. We it, call them shit coins over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we've pretty much turned shit coin, like stocks into shit coins. You yeah. Know, they behave exactly the same. Yeah, that's which true. Which is fucking mind blowing. And yeah, these, these, these gray beards, they're not having it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's not okay to them. The only thing that I kind of like about stocks is that they close at 3 p.m. Central, and then you can chill out the rest of the day. (laughs) Fuck that. That's for normies, dude. (laughs) No chilling allowed in the fucking crypto markets, dude. This is like where real men play, dude. Yeah, I mean... You go home, you have your fucking tea and crumpets, or what, dude? Like, what the... It's like, it's 3 o'clock, dude. Time to go fucking masturbate and just, like, chill out the rest of the day. (laughs) <laughs> like what the fuck, man? Yeah, yeah. That's what they do, dude. Because they're mean, fucking so rich, <laughs> they just go home and like bang their hookers and shit, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. goddamn Wall Street guys. Oh, but but it's kind of true, though. But. It is true. It's just, damn, man. Looking at charts all day in crypto. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely stressful. It, it gets fatiguing <laughs> for it's sure. Definitely stressful, dude. And if you haven't been watching our, our, our YouTube content, like, we're going ham. Like, every day yeah. we're posting videos, like, about different topics in crypto that are, like, super relevant. Like, yes, today we just posted one about um, um, layer two scaling issues with Ethereum and Bitcoin and whatnot. And, yeah, you know. so let's go over the six episodes that we've done so far this week. So uh, we did Bitcoin FUD fails, Grayscale adds Chainlink, yeah. and uh, Decentraland. Grayscale adds LivePeer, GemFound, uh, LPT, the trillion dollar DeFi protocol, BarnBridge. Yeah, BarnBridge, I feel like, is, Dude, is a big find. This is directly going to contribute to this the seed idea that, that yeah, you're talking, what we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking about, right? Yeah. Because, <clears throat> I mean, this is like a next level, even further than what we're seeing with like just stocks and put and call options. Like, this is the yeah. bond derivative market that that Wall Street thrives on. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And this is like the next phase of DeFi. And, you know, ever since like uh, making that call a few days ago, Barnbridge is on quite a heater. Which yeah. Is pretty nice. But yeah, uh, it's up 50% since uh, we talked about it. Yeah. And I don't see it slowing down from here. Like, yeah. It is such an important aspect, you know, because, <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean, what we're talking about. Like, man, like, it's, it's incredible to see, like, uh, you know, traditional finances reaction to, like, just, just this little minor thing on their radar. Yeah. Like, it's, it's overtaking their 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 media channels, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> CNBC can't stop talking about it. They keep bringing in all these like old lawyer dudes, like from the SEC. Like, hey, what do you think about this? They're like, or oh, we got oh, we got to regulate this somehow. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's blowing their minds, dude. They don't even know what to do, how to respond. So I'm always thinking, like, man, I can't wait to see how they react whenever they figure out what DeFi is doing. Right. You know what I mean, right. <laughs> it's gonna be fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like, I mean, how are they gonna wrap their heads around like, holy shit? Wait, what? Like these guys have developed like these complex financial instruments that we play with and like and it's completely, it's completely decentralized. decentralized. Yeah, there's the no, market is the world. Yeah. It's it's not Wall Street. It's, yeah, the people who are using these instruments are actually the ones who are like getting the fees. Yeah. Like what do you mean? It's like the all these tokens, you know, like Dude. They're the ones staking all the liquidity needed for this thing to exist. Dude, like, this what? I mean, that could easily be a hundred plus X. What? Uh, Barnbridge. Well, just DeFi in general. Dude, DeFi, the whole space. Yeah. Like, if you really think about what it means, decentralizing so, finance. Yeah, think about think about Wall Street. It has a concentration of these wealth fund managers, hedge fund managers, and they're all in New York. With <laughs> yeah. these protocols, that it, it completely decentralizes the concentration of all these people being in one place. Yeah. There won't be a New York Wall Street after DeFi is done. Yeah. 
Like they that's won't. so mind-boggling. That, yeah, that's. I agree. There's like, no, there's no like central hub you can go to to like you know. Yeah, the central hub is is a is a site. Like like it's, let's say you're a terrorist or something and you like really hate money. You're you're like the Joker. Yeah, like, yeah. I really want to get rid of like the financial infrastructure. What would yeah. you do? I'd go like explode a dirty bomb in like Manhattan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would do a lot of damage. It'd probably just wipe off the whole financial infrastructure off the map. Yeah, but you can't do that to DeFi. Yeah, you know, like fifty years from now, and DeFi is running. You know, the money markets, the Joker comes along. He's like, man, I really it's don't like, like money. It's like, I guess I have to create a virus or something. That's true. I guess I have to invent like quantum computing yeah. or something <laughs> like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. fuck. It's a lot more difficult, is all I'm saying. But, man, and if he pulls through with quantum computing, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's the real Joker right there. Yeah. Yeah. But regardless, I don't know. Yeah, you just, just sit there and think about it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> just, just ponder on that thought of what a true DeFi ecosystem means. It, I mean, it's basically it's it's basically GameStop except every single cryptocurrency. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like all these these debates and like all this rage we're seeing on Twitter. Like I can't believe <clears throat> they're going after Wall Street bets. Like this yeah. little internet thread. Yeah, it's like they're, they're overreacting to like a little, just yeah. a tiny tap on the hornet's nest, dude. Like yeah. they're barely rattling it. Now wait until yeah, like. We can start trading synthetic versions of these assets mm-hmm. that Wall Street Vets loves to trade so much. And in fact, Injective Protocol just announced today, like they're opening up trading of a synthetic GameStop what? Uh, <laughs> stock on, on their testnet. Yeah. Holy if you want to find that. What's it called? Injective Protocol? Injective, yeah. So if you don't know what Injective Protocol is, part of, it's part of the sector that's emerging that's building like these, um, these derivative products that we're talking about. They're going to be so important to DeFi. Objective protocol. There it is. The first thing on Twitter. Yeah, let me let me go back to Twitter here. Right there. That little controller. <clears throat> okay, it says we are launching a GameStop stock futures trading on the Solstice Testnet. Now you can long or short GME twenty four seven. We wish our best to Melvin Capital. <laughs> Phase three coming soon. Beautiful fucking tweet, dude. Masterful tweet. Injective protocol, dude. <laughs> uh, that is like a 200 IQ move, dude. Like, if you're trying to prove yourself as like, man, this is the trading ground for synthetic, you know, like derivatives and whatnot. Yeah. <clears throat> Jesus. Like, they really did a great job. And the whole best wishes to Melvin Capital is just a cherry on top, dude. Damn. I know, right? See, Melvin Capital isn't even on Twitter. I mean, they're... Oh, really? Yeah, they're not... I wouldn't want to be if I was them. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> They're literally just getting straight e-bullied to death. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I don't know if they should, if they deserve to be, like, the villain. You know? Like, I mean, there's much, like, more powerful institutions it, out there that the, probably done, like, way... Agree. There are probably things. more insidious, like, hedge fund managers out there. Yeah. I think this one just got caught in, like, a really bad trade. You know what it was? Is you're dealing with millennials on Reddit... Mm-hmm. Which is predominantly the, the the kind of the the makeup of the users on Reddit, right? Millennials. I would say that's pretty safe. Yeah. Assumption. And then it's GameStop, which is nostalgic. Yeah. And so once you once you put those two together, then you have a force. <laughs> it's true, man. Like I'm, you you put that picture out there, like look at these fucks, like trying to crush our GameStop, dude. Like they yeah. just they're they're shorting it to death. Like if you look at the chart, GameStop's just been like in a slow burn for like for five, 10 years yeah like a long time yeah and then you blame it on these these melvin guys who have like had these <laughs> these put options like putting the weight on them yeah plus like to be honest like their business model is a, a dying model yeah <laughs> for know? sure they're definitely getting phased out by things like you know the internet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like microsoft and sony pretty much like allowing you to download whatever the fuck you want yeah yeah, the nostalgia, man. Like, everybody remembers when they were kids. Yeah. I like, mean, I stood in line to uh, get my Halo 2. Same. At, on midnight. Same. Not Halo 2. Modern Warfare 2, but... Yeah. I was one of those kids, man, and I had a blast. Yeah. <clears throat> it was a great experience. <clears throat> but yeah, I have, I'll be honest, dude. I haven't stepped in a foot of a GameStop yeah, in many, many years. And at I least a, lot a of decade. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll be honest. I don't know how they're actually still in business. Yeah, I don't know either. But regardless, so it was probably a good play on Melvin Capital's part. <laughs> good short. But regardless, dude, like uh, the retail traders think otherwise, dude. They're like, yeah. you know what? I disagree, Melvin yeah. Capital. It's like 
I think GameStop is here to stay. <laughs> I think they have enough like intelligent investors to recognize their dilemmas. Like, uh, you know what? Maybe they're going to readjust their business model in the future and they're going to come back. So I'm going to speculate and go against your bet. <laughs> and then somehow the whole subreddit agreed. Yeah. And it's turned into this, yeah. like this monster. And this has been happening for at least a month. Yeah. Yeah. So slowly, dude. I yeah. know. I know people personally who are getting in on this trade, like since September. Like September. Yeah. Holy. You know shit. what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like he bought shares of GameStop in September. Like Damn. I think he had like 1,400 shares or something. Wow. When they were like not like they were super cheap, like super cheap. Yeah. Like maybe like 10, 12 bucks or something. Yeah. And unfortunately, he sold them. Like, oh no! <laughs> so he missed out on all of this, dude. Like, he must be hurting. You know what I mean? Oh my god! Yeah, but I mean, I remember him telling me about it. He's like, dude, he told me about that post. And you know who made the big bet first? The uh, the big short guy. Oh yeah, Michael Berry. Michael Berry or Berry? Burry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he made the bet even before this, you know, poster. So he was part of the due diligence. You know, hey. He's like, you watched that movie, right? Big Short. <laughs> it's like, here he is again. <laughs> yeah. The big call. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So. Damn. This is a pretty interesting story, man. Yeah, it is. It's, it's actually. So, yeah, the question is, like, now, now what? What happens next? Damn. But you know what? I mean, this has been happening since September. Totally. I'm, I was totally unaware of this. Same. Well, I mean, I was aware, but I mean. You didn't think it was going to come into this. DeFi was happening. Like, you know, like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> fuck GameStop. Are you kidding me? That's literally what I thought. I was like, dude, you're, t- you're trying to show me GameStop right now, dude? You're fucking stupid. Literally, everyone was telling him that, too. Like, dude, that's the dumbest shit I ever heard. Yeah. Know? Just like everyone told him, told that Michael Burry guy. Yeah. You know, like, dude, you're shorting the housing market? Dude, you're a fucking idiot. Dude. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it turns out he was, like, the only genius in the room. Right. Like, one of the few. You know what I mean? Yeah, but did he show you the Reddit post, though, where he was getting no, he this? Just him? Te- he was just telling me about it. Damn. Yeah, I always wanted to read it, but I never found it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I'm sure it's, like, Internet Archive now. Yeah. Like, that. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a famous post. Yeah, and in case you don't know, this this guy who made that post, and he bet, like, 57000 of his own capital, I think, to now, he's, like, it's somewhere, like, in the, it's probably, like, in the hundreds of millions by now, like, that trade. See, I, I would like, uh, man, I still need to understand how these, these put options and call options work because if you say you do a good call or a good put, put, and you make a billion dollars, where does that billion dollars come from? I guess all the people who are against you. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're, yeah. yeah. I guess it's, <laughs> like, it's just a bet. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but damn, man. Yeah, we'll do that on our YouTube channel, too, <laughs> as time goes on, because we know, like, these instruments are going to be important in the future, so. Yeah, for sure. Part of our job as content creators and, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, we it, need to distill this information because a lot of this stuff may, is probably, it seems complicated. It is complicated. May, uh, but people out there understand it. If they if pe- if uh, someone understands something that's complicated, you can understand yeah, no, that I thing. Agree. Yeah, we could package it to make it. Yeah. a little more understandable. Yeah. Cuz it's just it's that's the whole thing about it, man. Like fi- institutions and like finance, they've they've made it complicated cuz it's a creation, it's a manifestation of like, you know, their own like inner their world of finance. Like yeah. they're the ones creating all these instruments. And it's I think it's on a I mean, it's probably intended to be complex, I don't know, just cuz that's how you derive like yeah, more like more and more products to invest in, but yeah, from the outside looking in, it's just daunting, and you don't even want to touch that because yeah. it's so intimidating. It's like you know what? I guess yeah, that's not for me. It's like learning a new language; like everything yeah. is brand new. Yeah, but if you simplify it the way Robin Hood did, you know, that's right. Then all of a sudden, you have a whole generation of people who have access. Like, to make it as simple as you you present a, a, an expiration date. You you color code it green. Green yeah. means buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like green means up. Red means down. You know. See that that like, sort of has a psychological effect because when you see a bunch of blood red, yeah, you you're like fearful. There, yeah. you, instead of you should be <laughs> pouncing on it. Like there's yeah, yeah, a yeah. buy opportunity here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. It, it's weird because the colors do an opposite effect of what you should be doing. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Uh, it'd be interesting to cr- to create an app with the opposite colors. Why? Because when you're up, it's red. It's like, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Yeah, don't touch it. Like, keep holding. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Right? When it's green, it's like, hey, this is a good buy opportunity. Yeah. 
No, but whatever. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah. But maybe like an add-on. <laughs> yeah, like, like a little little switch of yeah. a button. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good like add-on to already existing apps, like just a little reminder. A psychological and a little AI bot who's like helping you, an AI yeah. assistant, like, hey bro. Yeah. It's like I know you want to sell that shit right yeah. now, but you <laughs> you probably shouldn't. It's like remember, I'm an AI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually know what to do. Yeah. Like, you're a stupid human. <laughs> it's like listen to me. Yeah. No, but this this is definitely interesting. And the fact that these same instruments that Wall Street's been using for fifty years is now coming to decentralized finance. Exactly. That's the big takeaway to me that that's one big one big takeaway from this yeah is like this wild <laughs> crazy activity you're seeing like from this uh these retail stock investors like if you thought crypto was crazy a few years ago just wait till like this horde gets a, a hold of those tools and like a feel for how they work yeah know? yeah and then we start speculating on all this shit like yeah. <laughs> good god can you imagine yeah can like, you imagine gme on <coughs> cryptocurrencies like twenty four yeah. seven, dude. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's gonna be a whole different reality once this comes to uh, fruition. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it. But yeah, the second big thing is the reaction of the in- institutions against what's happening now. Like, and you know, just imagine what's gonna happen once they catch wind of like the actual implications of DeFi and crypto. Yeah. So speak, yeah, speaking like, of the reactions, one um, at least some of the hedge fund managers are are calling for more regulation. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it, it's funny when the institutions that hate regulation are calling for more regulation just because they're the ones losing <laughs> money Because they see now. a threat. Yeah. Yeah, they see a threat. It's just like whenever Wuhan or the virus is just, was pretty much localized in China. Yeah. And it was barely starting to spread out to like other countries. What was everyone saying? Like, you know... World Health Organization. We need mass shutdowns. Don't let anybody travel. Yeah. Like we need to change everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what happened. Everything did change, and it, it worked to a degree, but not so much. But well, China, thing. China did contain it pretty well. Oh, they did. Uh, yeah. Just because, I mean, think about it. If you if you're the ground zero of a virus, you're the first <laughs> one to know that there's something wrong, and you're the first one that can do anything about it early on, and and like recognize that this is a huge problem. Mm-hmm. And they did it. I think a good enough job just well, because they're China, they're communists. They, they can yeah, they, do that. Yeah. They don't have to consult with anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, they know how big of a problem and a threat this is. So they're just going to handle it. You yeah. Know? There's no yeah. like debate about like, you know, Hey, is this violating our people's freedom? yeah, yeah. freedoms? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, nah, <laughs> fuck that dude. You guys you better got to yeah. listen to us in this, in yeah. this scenario, you know, we know what's best. Yeah. It, the, so there's certain <laughs> applications of communism that obviously help. Just you know, efficiencies. With, yeah, it's the same debate we have with like DAOs and non-DAOs. <clears throat> yeah, know, obviously, right. like non-DAO applications are much more efficient, much more easy to execute. Yeah, much more like yeah, they're they're much more dependable to like they hit the market like uh I don't know as like a finished polished product as yeah. opposed to like something developed by a DAO. Like man, there's so many so many question marks. You know, <laughs> it's just like <laughs> Jesus. You know, like, how the hell? Yeah, I mean, DAOs have gotten so deep that they're, depending on the community, to come up with simple things from the logo to, like, yeah. the, uh, like mission statement and all that. Like, I think at that point, it's, like, it's incredibly inefficient to have a DAO to that degree. At least at least now. Like, maybe, maybe we're missing something as far as, like, I don't know, core incentives to, like, yeah. really, really to where... Non-particip- non-participation in a DAO is like uh, to your detriment. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like your participation in the, de- in the DAO decision processes is like, is has is such a benefit to you that. You know what? There's a project know. called Inverse Finance that I told you about. I mean, we talked about it in the yeah. past. Yeah. And what they do is they, uh, if you're part of the DAO, you have tokens. If you're not voting, I think if you don't vote, like I think once or twice in a row, they can, um, claw back those tokens from you and that's mm-hmm. by design by the smart contract hey man, these are kind of like it sounds it's, like it's a good test yeah just to see what happens see what happens yeah. So if if yeah if if you know like <coughs> your participation has no impact like you know nothing bad's gonna happen yeah then you're not gonna do anything about yeah, it yeah there's no yeah there's no incentive it, to participate exactly yeah and then you have like a population of just like lazy fucks yeah but you know i think I mean? that's more of like a 
a, a pointy stick scenario versus a carrot scenario where like that's true you have the graph and say hey if you delegate your graph tokens you can earn some some extra grt some girts exactly uh but if you don't you don't get any benefit and that's it that's right that's the carrot that's right exactly so these are the competing like ideologies da- yeah, ideologies and down models that we have to kind of like test we, out. we gotta live through this experimental phase and see which ones work yeah which is like, it's awesome to to build like to be around and witness all of this. But yeah, like something as promising as Barnbridge, you know. Yeah. Like man, I love what they're doing. I love their vision. I love their team. Yeah, and they're they're so decentralized that they have two DAOs. Yeah. Yeah. So the first DAO is to set up the the second DAO. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Exactly. So, like I was saying, I love the product. I love the vision. I love everything about it. <laughs> But I'm just, I'm a little skeptical because yeah. they're DAO first. They're yeah. very DAO centric. So I was like, man, it's like these founders could have as much vision and like promises as as they have. Yeah. But the DAO could, at the end of the day, not deliver. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's gonna be interesting how this rolls out because I think it's like um, the Central Land has their own DAO foundation. Yeah. And but the core development team gets to build whatever they want still. So mm-hmm. I mean. It depends on how Barnbridge handles it, but there's still a chance that even through a DAO, you can still get shit done. Yeah. Well, yeah, in Decentraland's case, I think they recognize, like, the DAO is not in a healthy state. Yeah, it's definitely it's, not. It's not. The participation isn't there. The coordination, the collaboration isn't there, probably because the incentives aren't really there. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you know. And this is a worldwide problem. Yeah, we, we've di- been dealing with, like, like, participation since since the beginning times of, like, government. Exactly. Like, very few people participate in voting. All right, I'm putting this down. Yeah, put it down. <laughs> I'm yeah. doing too much damage to my mag. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so this is like, this has been an issue for hundreds of years, this, this participation and voting and all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, I don't know if we've discovered a model yet in cryptocurrencies that solve that problem yet. Mm. And maybe incentivizing, maybe like earning tokens and all that might be the thing, the carrot. It has to be. Well, it doesn't have to. It's likely. Yeah. <laughs> likely going to be that. You know? Uh, you know, one thing we need to be better at is staking our tokens. I mean, I think in a bull market, you should be holding more often than you're selling. And so what better way to hold than when you're staking? <clears throat> you should. But the temptation to, you know, hip, hip and hop from different Flip, things yeah. in a bull market, right? Just because there's so much opportunity, there's so much excitement, and there's so much to do. Yeah. You don't want to lock yourself into one place, even though, like, we know from experience that's the smart thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But, like, our, I don't know what it is about it, but, like, our instincts kick in and we just. Yeah, that's dangerous. We want it all, dude. That's dangerous, dude. <laughs> it's dangerous to, like, go out there and, like, you know, be, like, banging, like, all kinds of different <laughs> chicks, right? Like, it's more fun. Yeah. It's it's a great, it's a more excitement. You know, like, you want to just, every night, different woman, right? But. The safe play is like find that one woman, dude, who's gonna like you know enhance your life. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> Much more stability and growth yeah. as a person, as a as a pair. Right, right. You know what I mean. That's these are like the the differences, yeah. the trade offs. You know what I mean. That's a good analogy, dude. I think it is. <laughs> so shit coins are like are the the, uh, the hose and the the yeah. sluts. <laughs> your shit coins of our 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 universe, but the. Uh, you know, the, yeah, they're the most fun, the most action packed. Yeah, dude. But not necessarily the healthiest. Not yeah, not the wisest of decisions. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. You know. Yeah. But um <clears throat> yeah, the wise play is usually to like, yeah, hodl. Hodl something of value. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um so talking about a little bit about Barnbridge, but from a different perspective. Um so we do hold some of the tokens that we talk about, not all of them. Um yeah, true. So just just because be, it's impossible to hold about like all yeah these all of these tokens. Yeah. I wish. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, you know, even on top of that, I mean, we're not big enough to like pump our own bags to be talking about them like in a in a particular angle. Uh, but and I we mean, have no interest in doing that. Either. Yeah, like, well, we, yeah, we talk about this all the time. Like, dude, like, dude, because we we watch what's going on in YouTube land. And yeah, stuff, dude. Influencer yeah, influencer land. That's that's what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, it's like. Like we recognize. So, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. So the first thing I'll say is, um, so we watched, we we're doing a lot of research on how to optimize our YouTube channel. And we found a video that explains and has tested out a bunch of clickbait titles and thumbnails and all that. And it turns out the more clickbaity 
your titles are and your thumbnails are, the more people that tend to click on your <laughs> your video. Yeah. Who would have thunk? Right. Yeah. <laughs> All that fucking algorithm talk was true, dude. Yeah. I didn't know until I saw it myself. Right. You know I mean? Right. But it makes sense. And um and so we're it's not that we're trying to be clickbaity with our titles. I mean, we're we're trying to like find that fine line of informational like accurate titles with like some I don't know, some flash of potential money-making opportunity, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like there's some exaggeration. Well, what what we found through our research is like, for some reason, users love mystery. They love the unknown and they love like, like discovery. That's what pulls you in. Yeah. It's like, it's like if you title your video, like Like, why this or how that, or like, yeah, how, like, like, you know, like big opportunity, (laughs) things like that. You know, you start to question like, oh man, like what is going to happen if, this thing happens like yeah i want to know i want to click it's it's much better than just putting out like some kind of statement title you know what i mean like yeah it's like, like bitcoin like, bitcoin moved up 10 percent. like that's the title of the video yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody wants to click on that they want to right. see like why bitcoin is mooning and why it will make you rich some yeah, shit like that exactly you know it's like whoa i want to know how to get rich you know yeah so we don't like this game yeah definitely <laughs> basically not. definitely not but it, it's it's sort of a must. You, you kind of have to play the game uh, that YouTube has created. Yeah. And uh, there's really no way around it. And so, um, so yeah, that's just... Yeah, we're slowly... I mean, we've been doing this for <clears throat> a couple of years now, like producing yeah. content and videos and stuff. Yeah. And obviously, this is like entirely YouTube focused. As far as like our podcast goes, we're pretty much doing the same thing. Yeah. Like we're just, we're just here like shooting the shit together. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we didn't plan anything really like... And we usually don't with our podcast because we find it, it comes off better that way when we could just talk. Agreed. And I think that's the, that's the point of a podcast. Like you just Agreed. listen to a couple of motherfuckers just shoot the <laughs> shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. But yeah, now we're starting to dabble. I mean, it's a bull market. There's tons of information that needs to be relayed out to the public. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> so why not fucking do it? Yeah. And, for, and Will's very inspired by people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's been saying like we got to do something daily, dude. So I was like, yeah, why, why, let's just make you know what? Um, every single day. If you look at any social media, if you're not posting every day, you're not growing. Yeah, and, and so it applies to YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, That's all that true, stuff. Man. So you have to be at this all day. And if you watch any like you know million subscriber YouTuber, they they talk about how it's this is a full time job just to like keep up with this stuff. Yeah. And like posting tastes like takes like several hours just to post it, not let alone like writing the tweet and writing the description and doing the thumbnail and all that stuff. Yeah. Like that's like that's several hours before just posting it. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it, it's a lot of work. And so if you if you do all that work and then your title is Bitcoin will go up ten percent, like <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're, you're shooting just yourself it's not worth foot, it, dude. Yeah. It's, that's a good point right there. Just yeah, I mean, it is a lot of work, so you, you, you kind of want the best result, right? Yeah. Like, you, why put in all that time and effort and just, like, be lazy as fuck, like, on the last step? It's like, <laughs> yeah, whatever, just throw it out there. Yeah. Because it does take a lot, man. Let's stay on top of this market, dude. There's just so much emerging. It's insane. Yeah. It's insanity. <laughs> and, like, <clears throat> over the last year, we kind of, like, focused our attention on the Decentraland happenings. Yeah. And even that was, like, insanity. There's just, like, nonstop... Things yeah. moving and, and shaking in that world. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? And then, then we just start, even the NFT space is like overwhelming at times. Like, what the hell's going on with Top Shot? Yeah. You know, some shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 it's mind blowing to think about, you know, we're in this NFT space and <clears throat> now we got Mark Cuban jumping in shit yeah. on, sh- on board and whatnot. Like, you start to think, like, what's, what's coming ahead? You know, like, yeah. I've already made that connection in my head. Like, everything's going to be an NFT at some point. I mean, we're NFTing our thumbnails. Yeah, we are. <laughs> And one sold. And one sold, Which yes. is freaking hilarious and awesome. It's yeah, it fun. is. But yeah. it's cool. We're going to keep doing that. We're going to keep experimenting with NFTs just like everybody else out there. Yeah. And here it is. And this is only one part of what's happening in crypto. It's just so much. That's yeah. it? Yeah, this is it. Which one was this? So it was the bullish three-year Ethereum ETH indicator breached Polkadot auction soon moon. Okay, I guess there's something significant in that. In this, like ETH, bullish three-year ETH indicator breached. Yeah. That's pretty significant, dude. That's a three-year, you know, event. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so maybe I'm wondering, I'm just trying to get in the mind of the speculator here. It's like, yeah. well, what made him want to buy this? Maybe he just thought we're handsome men. <laughs> 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 like, I really want to see that 
you know, see yeah. their faces see the every time <laughs> in one open sea, dude. Right. Great. But if that were the case, you probably would have bought the whole collection because they're really cheap, aren't they? Yeah, they're point zero zero one ETH, which is about it's a dollar fifty. Oh yeah, dude, he definitely would have bought the whole collection, like yeah. you know, just like staring at us. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not that sad day. Um, yeah, I mean, and then the other thing that we're trying to do with our videos now is not necessarily find gems, but try to explain what the projects are and whether or not you know they're they they have like long term implications. Because we don't want to talk about shit coins and like you know moon this and moon that it's all true. the time. Yeah, and. Uh, we want to find like gems, like 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 Barnbridge, and obviously the graph is one. Yeah, and my thing is Moonbeam. I don't even like looking at like things that have promise that have already been done. You know, yeah, like, you, we don't we don't we're not looking at cryptocurrencies like the, yeah. the currencies anymore. Um, we want project tokens. We want like infrastructure tokens. Oh, I I love infrastructure because <laughs> yeah. I think that's where we are as a space. We're still yeah. trying to figure out infrastructure. Yeah, agree. Obviously. I mean, and we know this because we've developed a, a, a an application in the space and yeah. and we know like holy shit, this is not yeah. this is not developer friendly yet. Yeah. <laughs> like this is a lot that needs to be It's not user friendly. That too. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it kind of is user friendly, but it's not in the sense that we're all isolated in our own ecosystems. If you build on Ethereum, you can't be on Flow. If you're on Flow, like you're just completely segmenting your your audience um, because all the blockchains are isolated from each other. Yeah, so like today we've identified on on our YouTube channel, we posted today that scaling is a big issue. And then we've identified that there's, there's tons of different options and Every dApp has their own preference for some reason, you know, or for one reason or another. We're seeing Synthetics is like really dabbling into the optimistic Ethereum or what is it? Optimistic rollups? Optimistic rollups, yep. And ZK yeah. rollups. ZK rollups. And so is Uniswap. But we're seeing tons of other dApps. Like look at Decentral Games. They're balls deep with Matic and they're mm-hmm. doing great. Yeah. And, you know, XDAI is emerging too. Like with, the, I think, BAO? Yeah. BAO. Bow Finance. Bow Finance, yeah. Yeah, Bow Finance just announced today they're working with XDAI. Yep. So it's like, what the fuck, man? See, like, which one's going to, yeah, like, that, how do we That's choose? the problem. If everybody's isolated in their own, like, silos, yeah. we're not going to have um, a connected blockchain. So if that's the reality, three. then the next conclusion we have to draw is, like, interoperability is, like, the next biggest thing that we, that that's right. as, as an infrastructure problem, that's right. we need to tackle and, like, figure out who's going to solve the interoperability issue. Yeah. If, if we're all going to be fragmented and there, we have just nothing we could do about it. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way we're going to pull Wall Street bets and like all just do the same thing together. It doesn't seem like it. Right. <laughs> we're right. super fragmented. And yeah, interoperability is the next big thing. So that's that's where we should be looking next. You know? Yeah. And obviously, Chainlink is a big deal. The graph is a big deal. Because no matter what application, you know, whatever fragment you live in. Yeah. You got to use these like these, this middleware technology. That's right. You know, that's right. So yeah, these are the kinds of things that we're looking for. Um, I mean, obviously, there's going to be some some tokens out there that that do like a 50x that are like shit tier tokens, but I, I don't know. We're just not interested in those like long term. And maybe we will at some point. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, we'll point them out in the and yeah, the fact that they're like ridiculous. But yeah, because they're usually like they're ridiculously named, right? But dude, we can't really ignore them either. Look at Sushi Swap, dude. It's like a billion dollar protocol yeah. now, dude. Yeah, sushi swap is something else. Sushi swap literally fucking rug pulled at one point. <laughs> yeah, they and did. They re- legit rug pulled. And there's a billion dollars locked with that protocol. Yeah, it's just it somehow recovered from that. I think it's like a hundred percent Dow run at this point. No, know? no, the rug pull happened with Yam, not sushi swap. Okay, no, I think Yam was like a a, a fault in the code, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was. I think like, but what, what, was it Yam or? Didn't Sushi, like the the actual creator of Sushi, he was an anonymous, No, right? I think it was Yam. That's the creator who pulled like $17 million worth of ETH. There was one of them who like, he was actually like the CTO of, of Bend or Band. Yeah, right? Band Protocol. That was Yam? Yeah. Okay, I, think, well, I think that was Yam. It was one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, somebody actually rugged. <laughs> I think one of those founders or creators. Yeah, it was definitely Yam, then, dude. And I think 4chan like doxed him and <laughs> found out it was actually the CTO of like a big reputable project. Yeah. And I think even since then, I think it's sushi, but regard I'm gonna say it's sushi just to fit my narrative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, somehow sushi recovered from that. Yeah. You know, it is now a billion dollar protocol. So yeah, that's why we can't really ignore 
meme tokens. Yeah. Look at Badger Dow, dude. Badger's yeah. crushing it. Yeah, I know. But the thing is, is that we can't make the same mistakes we did in the last cycle where we sort of we, we sort of stuck with like an ecosystem and like so much more money, so much more growth was happening outside that ecosystem that we gotta yeah. we have to be in and out of different ecosystems. So we can't yeah. just be DeFi, and we can't just be your ecosystem. Or, and we can't just be Polkadot And we can't just be Polkadot either. Yeah, because there's Elrond. Yeah. What's going on in Elrond? Yeah. Why is Elrond just slowly creeping up and, right. like, more and more projects being announced and, like, building? Yeah. Like, what the fuck's going on? Like, what's happening in Cardano? Why is Cardano, like, a top 10 token? Still, yeah. And I don't, Why? Far, <laughs> I don't know. There's got to be a reason, right? Yeah. So like that's, these are the things that keep us up at night. They <laughs> 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 were constantly wondering like what the f is going on out there, dude? Like what is driving these prices sometimes? And you kind of you wish you could know everything, right? I yeah, wish, man. But we, I don't. We need we need a. I told you we need a staff of like, <laughs> you need like a dedicated it, researcher. Yeah, yearn. Okay, this guy's in yearn ecosystem. This guy's in polka dot. This guy's in DeFi. Yeah. Like well, at that point, that then you become like a an actual like news research, channel. yeah, research, uh, yeah, like just like 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 a CNN probably has like those yeah, kind of delegated for sure. roles, you know, like hey, you cover, I don't know, yeah, finance space, you cover the entertainment industry, shit yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, but yeah, we're not going that deep, <laughs> so we're gonna <laughs> yeah, do the best we can with this shit. <clears throat> yeah, because that's at right. the end of the day, we still have like other obligations too. You know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. We got to run MetaZone. We gotta keep up with the happenings on Decentraland. <coughs> Plus, yep. we have like real world like obligations, you know, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it's a lot. Yeah. Pretty interesting though. But yeah, so Definitely so far our uh, our experiments working. The daily video content is getting like hundreds of views, mm -hmm. and uh, we sold the NFT. I mean, we're just gonna keep this train moving for as long as we can, and see where this takes us. Fuck yeah, dude. But yeah, if you could just share all these videos with your friends, let us, I mean, let us know what we can do better. Um, eventually, we're going to be updating this little studio that we got here. <laughs> You've been saying that for so long. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, mean, one day is going to happen. Dude. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that one day will come. One day. Maybe yeah. Barnbridge will really take off. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And whatever it does, whatever secures the, the 420 studio funding <laughs> bag, like, so we can, like, remodel this bitch, like, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll definitely, like, put your... Dude, well, an idea I had, I don't know if it really, if it's even like a good one or it's just like a, another experiment, right? We're already yeah. experimenting. It's like, what if we just, in our background, we put like <clears throat> either like an actual blank canvas or just a green screen with a bunch of like plots. Oh, like a yeah. Decentraland map and like okay. to the highest bidder, they could put up their ads. Dude. But not even an ad. It could just be like a meme. Dude, that's such a good idea. Like it's an NFT, right? And we can implement it on our website and then yeah. they just upload it and they buy it and it just and they shows just up. put up their image. Yeah. It could, but, it, but within like... Reason no no mass dicks please yeah. like you know what I mean <laughs> maybe these then we can't do anything we can't just have mass dicks yeah know? we can't do that <laughs> so there's got to be yeah because YouTube of, will just take it down exactly yeah the whole point is you want people to see it right so maybe yeah. if this channel blows up one day you'll have a hilarious like Pepe frog back there <laughs> with your name on it that's such a good idea dude should we do that yeah I think why not dude we're like the NFT fucks yeah. Yeah, why so let's, not? let's bring some NFT, more NFT magic into this. Yeah, and, you know, to add to what you're saying is <clears throat> maybe our NFTs can be done by artists who we share revenue with if somebody buys it. Oh, shit. Yeah, so there's like a collaboration with artists, NFT artists out there. Fuck yeah, dude. If, if you know, we get big enough to, for the I mean, artists to care. Yeah, because I, I like both <clears throat> ideas, so it's like I don't want to commit to one or the other. Maybe we have like a <clears throat> one of the frames is like the art frame. Mm -hmm. And it's just like cycling through different art. Yeah, and, and, I, and I'm talking about instead of me doing the art of these NFTs, like we have oh. artists redo them. Oh, shit. Yeah. So now you would have like a Beeple block runner, you know, post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, as an example. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, potentially it funds both both sides. Dude, that'd be sick. I think we should seriously think about doing that. Yeah. Let us know what y'all think. Yeah, definitely. Is that a good idea or are we, are we just drunk? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. We're high on the uh, the first sale, the one dollar. Yeah, it's like yeah. we need to fucking we maximize. Take over. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like new business model confirmed. Yeah, dude. we made a dollar. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I think that wraps it up for today. Yeah, a absolutely. lot of happenings, dude. It's fucking mind blowing. So yeah, we're gonna keep this <clears throat> everyday bro experiment going. 
Yeah. <laughs> as long as we can, dude. Like me, like I got no, I don't worry about him. I know he's going to show up every day, but me, I'm a little more volatile. <laughs> you know, like you never know. Like something could happen, yeah. but I just can't show up one day. So if that ever happens, well, you're going to have to keep the show running, dude. Because yeah. players, like just, just, you know what I mean? Like it, it certainly takes discipline to do this for sure. Fuck yeah, dude. It's crazy. Uh, but like it, it's more than necessary, especially if, if you're ever going to do this, now's the time. If not now, then when? That's what we said last week. We were like, dude, this is the year where you just go all yeah. out. That's like, right. Cri- all out crypto. Because, I mean, it's ha- this happens once every four years, basically, so far that we've identified. Yeah. You know, so, so why not go all out now? Then you can spend the next three years, like, memeing your life away. You know what <laughs> I mean? And then come back during the next and, and redo it. Yeah. So how, uh, before we go, how is the progress of 2021 compared to 2020 in terms of, like, craziness? Like, mm. in 2020, we had an interview with Andreas Antonopoulos. Yeah. Kobe dies, pandemic happens. Like so far we had an insurrection in the Capitol. That was pretty bonkers. I thought for sure like some more devastation was going to follow, but pretty tame since then. Yeah. And politics is like, dude, as soon as Biden got in office, like total snooze fest. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, I don't even fucking pay attention anymore, but I think that's the point. It's like back to normal, dude. Like who cares what's going on in politics, dude? Like that's, that was the danger that Trump posed is like all of a sudden now everyone's clued into like, yeah, yo, there's like a government out there. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> we should probably pay attention to what's going on. But now, now that Trump's not like, you know, like drawing all eyes on, you know, like Sauron. Yeah. You know, like now we could just live our lives. Yeah. And then, and then we had the GameStop thing. And I think so far, I mean, it's been equally ish kind of crazy. Pretty bonkers too. This is, yeah. this is definitely a big moment. It's not as big as like a COVID happening. But yeah, which we're still dealing with. Yeah, it's a different. Yeah, we are still dealing with it. As a matter of fact, I mean, Corv. I mean, he's he's yeah. still down. Oscar is. He's had COVID for what, like three weeks. Yeah, at least three weeks. Jesus Christ, dude! Yeah. And he's like he recovered pretty much, but he still has the virus. <laughs> yeah, and like he got tested. And he's still yeah. positive. So, for those of y'all Metazone um, like users, community folks, supporters, yeah, bad motherfuckers, all y'all out there, like. That's, I mean, Corb's been out, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. If you're all wondering, like, yo, where are the uh, CZ updates? Yeah. You know, we used to do weekly fucking happenings for CZ. Yeah. But, yeah, he's been out of it, dude. Like, bad. Yeah. <laughs> COVID's no joke. Even for him. He's, like, 32 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Even for a guy that young, dude, like, it was still. A, yeah, it's it knocks you out, dude. Yeah. You're, you're down. Yeah. For at least two weeks. Yeah, so definitely, like, don't, don't take it lightly if you haven't gotten it yet. You know? Yeah. Not fun. I Man, I don't know if we're gonna stay COVID virgins though. Not until that vaccine hits us. A few months. I think we just gotta live rough it through this next summer. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Too. I think we'll be okay. Yeah. For sure. Hopefully. I mean, they're saying there's like a new variant that's like resistant yeah, in to this. Africa and like in Europe too. <laughs> yeah, in the UK. Yeah. So that if it's, if it's already like in multiple occasions, that means it's here too. That's true. <laughs> it's yeah. just that's the way it is. That's true. That's the way these things operate. So. Yeah, it's by the time it's detected somewhere, it's already here. If that's the case, and these vaccines are rendered mute or moot, well, man. there's evidence that the vaccines do work against those new variants. Oh, is there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe it's just FUD. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, it's just FUD and everything returns to normal and fuck. You know, we can just keep going. Yeah. But if not, despair is near. Yeah, man. <laughs> this is this is uncharted territory. Uh, nobody's been. Nobody had to deal with a pandemic since the 1900s. Totally. So. And the economic ramifications that follow. Yeah. We don't know what's going to. Yeah, we have like. It's coming, man. God damn it, Will. Don't scare me. (laughs) (laughs) It's coming. It probably is coming. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, we'll be here all all along the way. Yeah, we're going to document this. Yeah, dude. And if if you don't know what to do in preparation of that, buy, buy Bitcoin, dude. At least, yeah. Buy some of this stuff. Yeah. Get that magazine too, just it in is, case. I'm like totally ruining this magazine. You're gonna <laughs> like bending it. Pretty soon you're gonna have to trade that for food, dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> you think so? Can you imagine? <laughs> if you don't know what this is, this is the first <laughs> Bitcoin issue or Bitcoin magazine issue. Yeah. Twenty twelve edition. I don't know how many are in existence. Unfortunately, this is not an NFT. Yeah. So it's not verifiable on a ledger. <laughs> <laughs> that is the big drawback of physical collectibles, you know what I mean? There's That's no true. there's no certainty of like its scarcity, but as time goes on, for sure there's gonna be less and less of them like in 
in a pristine condition. Like you, you know what we should well, do is get that graded. Can you do that? I think you can with magazines. Yeah, I'm down. Let's, yeah, let's I think that up. It's it's only gonna cost like thirty five bucks or something. <laughs> not not nowadays, dude. For some like grading services are like high in demand. They've jacked up their prices. It's freaking Pokemon, man. Yeah, Pokemon, pretty much. God damn. <coughs> okay, well, let's call it. Uh, thank you guys for watching and listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Block Runner and also at MetaZone.io. Let us know what you think of this latest podcast. We're talking about doom and gloom, plus positive aspects of what could come to our financial infrastructure with DeFi. Oof. So, so yeah, let us know what you think. Comment, subscribe, everything. Do all those things, and uh, we will see you, I guess, tomorrow. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Keep the grind going, dude. All right, guys. All right, peace out. Yeah, I said it again, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Signing off. Yeah, I got. I gotta think of something new. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Block Runner podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theblockrunner.com, and sign up to stay up to date on the latest in crypto. Also, reach out to us on Twitter at The Block Runner. Yeah.